Hi guys, happy Wednesday. Um, oh, what was my voice? Welcome back to another episode of Chatting Shit with Ashley. Um, let's roll the theme song. Okay, so um, today I want to sit down and talk to you guys about diversity and inclusion. Um, Recently, actually today, I posted a TikTok um, and it kind of like a little bit went viral Um, and it was about diversity in Greek life and me dismantling the system that's already in place. That is super important. This is going to be a shorter um, podcast episode because um, it is... 10 p.m. when I'm recording this the day before it goes out and uh I really am tired so let's let's get right into the um the chit chat chatting shit um so we all are aware that Greek life in general does not have um the most diverse organizations inside of it and I if you guys didn't know I am a member of a Panhellenic organization. Um, I will refrain from saying which one because of the nature of this of this podcast. But I just want to say, if you are a person of color or if you are trying to be an ally to a person of color and you're in a sorority or fraternity, whatever it is, this is super important for you to pay attention and take notes. Ways that you can help POC in a setting such as this, because let's be honest, there are some POCs that join Greek organizations, not multicultural Greek organizations, but, you know, Panhellenic and IFC Greek organizations. Um, one, number one, is to listen and give them the space to talk about things that are bothering them. Um, I think that this is really important because nothing will change unless you start listening to the people who are having issues Um, they may bring some things to your attention that you might not even think about. They, um, you know, could be saying, hey, the verbiage that you're using in XYZ is really um, discriminatory, even though you might not even think so. But they can consider it discriminatory. You guys know what I'm saying, discriminatory, okay? Um, Next thing, let's stop having events that are inherently against people of color Um, like this is like my favorite example to use because it is absolutely so annoying. Um, when recruitment comes around, I know some sororities like to hire makeup artists and hairstylists, um, for the active members whenever they're about to recruit new members. Um, this is not acceptable if you do not get hairstylists and makeup artists that know how to do people of colors hair and makeup it's different guys it's completely different that's why there's a niche of black um hairstylists that's why there's a niche of black um beauty gurus on youtube on instagram because they cater to a specific audience not everything is the same okay there are a lot um more and different undertones um there are just like a lot of things that you need to learn how to do. Um, first of all, you can't be putting five gallons of hairspray in a black girl's hair. Um, that is just horrendous. I would literally die if someone did that to me. But that's just 
scratching the surface. We need to talk about events in general. We need to stop having get out of jail parties. Yes, a fraternity on my campus did this. They had, they were in trouble on probation or whatever it is. They got off probation and they had a get out of jail party. That was the theme. They all dressed up like gang members, drew tattoos on themselves and were stereotypes of the majority black population that is in jail. And I won't even get into reason why a lot of black people are in jail more than other races. I will not even get into that in this podcast episode today. But that needs to, eh, we're not doing it. We're done. Okay, it's over. Next thing, um, stop having white trash parties. That just, it doesn't need to happen. We need to stop having pimps and hoes parties. That is completely inappropriate actually quite degrading. I get you guys want to have the girls wear a little like little clothes as possible. If you want that, have a luau, guys. Actually, mm, I don't even know about that. Have a pool party, okay? But you guys need to be safe. Let's stop doing this whole Halloween cultural appropriation thing. I don't know why, but Greek members do this so much and it is insane to me how you guys don't understand you guys just don't get it. Stop wearing Indian headdresses. Just stop doing it. Stop dressing up like a cholo or a chola. Stop doing it. And absolutely, absolutely stop dressing up as prisoners. Like, especially if you are drawing tattoos on yourself and making it very stereotypical. Stop dressing up as East Asian people. Just stop. It's not cute. It's over. It's tired. It's done. We're not doing it. Another thing that I want to talk about is ways that you can kind of get involved. Ask your executive council in your sorority, in your panelic council, whatever it is, ask them what they're doing to help combat the issue of discrimination, exclusion, and inclusivity in Greek life. And also not just making Greek life, you know, oh, we're in our own little group, but share it around the campus. You know, say, hey, we're doing this. We would love for everyone to attend. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Sorry, my, my dog wants to come and sit by me now. But guys, we're, we're not doing the whole being racist thing anymore. Okay. It's a new school year. Let's stop doing this. I graduate in December and I'm not wanting to see any more racist things come out of any chapter. It is 2020, 2020. That's the year. Why the hell are y'all still racist? Like, I, I mean, I get it. I get why you're racist, but I don't understand why you have to be so out with it. You know, I mean, I guess it's a good thing so that, you know, us POC can stay away from you and you you know if you become if you are getting outed as a racist you are no longer in that organization but it's just why why in the first place like your private stories are not private let's let's talk about that for a minute let's break that down I have a finsta but I mean I stopped using it it is basically for me to like plan out my posts and then just like rant I guess not even rant just share pictures of my dog but I see other people's finstas um whenever I was still even logged into mine I see other people's finstas and you guys are really just asking to be canceled you guys really are asking to be canceled nothing you post nothing you do is private anymore okay not a single thing is private okay 
Nothing is private. Stop being racist. Okay? Just because you're at a small house party doesn't mean that people are not going to find out what you did and what you said. Okay? I'm not doing it anymore. If you see problematic behavior, especially as a non-POC, call them out on that behavior. Call them out. Gotcha, bitch. Because, you know, as a POC, as a black woman, um, every time I call something out, I'm just being sensitive, you know? But it works differently when you're white and you can call things out like that. Um, Another thing is, let's talk about recruitment and rush, whatever you call it. Let us absolutely stop this whole, oh, she doesn't look like a, insert your sorority there. Oh, she doesn't look like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she would be better as blah, blah, blah. Let's be inclusive, all right? Size inclusive. Gender equality. You know, what what else? Every, disabilities. Looks, personality. Let's, we need more diversity. You guys are, bo- I'm going to be honest, you guys are boring. If you sit there and you accept the same types of girls over and over and over again, you guys are boring. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, what makes you special? I mean, I get you have your, your niche, whatever it is. Um, but come on, guys. Really? There might be some girl out there that is like, oh, my gosh. You know, I loved this sorority. I really hope I get them back, blah, 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 whatever it is. And, you know, they don't get you back. Because why? She doesn't look like the rest of your members. That's a problem. I hear a lot of rumors and people have been, you know, commenting and saying, you know, um, oh, well, this sorority literally has only blonde girls. Oh, this sorority is for the girls that love to party, blah, 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 stuff like that. You have your own personalities. I understand that. But whenever things just come to looks is where I have a problem. I am, I'm, I'm not conventionally ugly. I will say that. Um, and I do carry myself well. I'm very well spoken. You guys might not even realize it because I'm on this fucking podcast, but I'm very well spoken in general. Um, I had a lot of doors closed on me whenever I went through recruitment. Um, a lot of the girls, they just kind of saw me and was like, oh, she looks like a party girl, you know? I mean, I am a party girl, but also it's recruitment. So I had this one house that the girls didn't even pay any attention to me. Um, I actually physically audibly heard them say, oh, she doesn't look like a insert that sorority here. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then she didn't even try to get to know me at all. Didn't ask me my name, hometown major, none of that stuff. She just talked to me about like, oh yeah, so like this weekend we're going to go party, blah, 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 whatever. What else are you supposed to say to that? As a PNM, you're walking through this house and you're just like, I don't know anything. You're so scared. You're so nervous, stuff like that. I, I, I don't understand why I did it. I mean, I understand why they didn't like me, but I don't understand why I didn't get the same opportunities as other people that are not me have. Um, I don't want to make everything about race, but it, it kind of came down to that at a few houses. Um, I am fortunate enough to have a name that sounds not ethnic. Um, my mother actually did that on purpose. Uh, she did not want to name me anything that may hinder my opportunities in getting a job. Um, when people call me, 
they're going to be like, oh, I'm looking for Ashley Lewis. Yes, I have, I have my phone voice, my, my white voice, you know. Um, that's the voice that I use on the podcast, if you guys didn't know. So it comes to a problem where you have girls with ethnic names. And sometimes, I mean, we all know that they look at the girls before. They look at their social medias. They, you know, get information about them, blah, 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 whatever. You literally put your information into a form and they get it. Um, chapters look at that. And sometimes chapters don't even bother to pronounce a girl's name correctly. Or there's not even an option on the form that they submit before um, recruitment actually begins on how to say your name, stuff like that. And it gets kind of frustrating uh, because if you do not have a basic name like myself, no offense to all the Ashleys out there, but we all know, if you have an ethnic name, um, you're kind of more likely to be ignored. If you are very dark as well, in a panelinic sorority, you're more likely to um, be last choice, not be, I, I don't know, there's just a little bit of colorism there, there's a little bit of racism there, and I am here to dismantle it, and I need you guys to dismantle that as well, dismantle this ideology that we all have, um, even I sometimes hold, in recruitment and in Greek life in general, like, oh, well, it's okay, like, it just happened this once, no, it's not okay. Call them out. Accept more diversity. You know, elect people into leadership positions, people of color, if they are qualified for the job. I'm not just saying elect a black person to be recruitment chair because they're black. If they're qualified for the job, elect them into that position. Don't pass over these girls just because, you know, oh, I don't know if she um, is very marketable. Next, I'm asking for all you marketing directors out there of your fraternities and soror of your fraternities and sororities to actually start putting black people and people of color on your Instagram pages and stop making us orange. Stop making the sky teal. It's it's not cute. It's not cool. I'm done with it. You guys make us look burnt all the time. Burnt. Okay? We're not doing it anymore. It's 2020 revamp your Instagrams. We're not making black people look burnt. All right. Next thing. Let's absolutely start talking about events. Like how I mentioned, um, before, you know, they have like during recruitment, hair and makeup, blah, blah, blah. I know my sorority isn't the only one that does this, but a lot of sororities have like shopping events. So like local businesses will come and, you know, it's mostly like stuff sorority girls typically would like. So like athleisure, outfitters, yoga places, boutiques, tanning salons. I remember when I first joined my sorority, I got a little gift basket and it was full of coupons for a tanning salon. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm black. Why the hell am I going to go to a tanning salon? I was just like, I was so taken aback. I was like, okay, this doesn't feel very inclusive. I got um, coupons and stuff for hairdressers that do not know how to do my hair. Um, so what I'm saying is organizations need to reach out to Black-owned businesses and you know people that can actually accommodate people of color, um, not just Black-owned businesses, but you know non-white businesses to accommodate you know, they're non-white members. And this is super important because we do not want to feel like, um, 
the other. We want to be included. So we don't need, um, you know, a special day for, you know, us to get our hair and makeup done. Just hire people that know how to do it in the first place. We don't want to have something else. We want to be included. And that's the thing. Also, on the topic of inclusivity, let's talk about disabilities and the LGBTQ plus community. I know there are girls in sororities that are LGBTQ plus. I, I definitely know. I know them personally. Some girls, you know, um, I don't know all of them, but you know what I mean? Let's make this normal normalize it. People come from all walks of life, different backgrounds, sexualities, genders, all that stuff. I understand. You should be able to understand too. It's not just don't be racist, but it's also, you know, oh, hey, I'm not going to treat this girl weird because she's lesbian. Like, I'm not going to avoid using the bathroom while she's in there. That's just stuff that is incomprehensible and just absolutely absurd that I literally see girls doing. I hear it all the time. Why are we doing this? There are people just like you. If you are so uncomfortable with it, you know, drop the sorority. If you're so uncomfortable with people being different than you, drop the sorority because this is not the life that you like. All right. Let's talk about accessibility as well. We need to start making all the houses and all the events handicap and disability accessible. All right. I said it. I said it. I know you guys are in some historic houses, blah, 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 whatever it is, but there is no reason that you should not make room for a ramp, a wheelchair ramp. There's no reason that you should not have an elevator. If you have two floors, you should be accessible to all. And that's just, that's just scratching the surface. I know one of Um, the people, one of the girls in my sorority broke her foot last semester and, or last year, I don't know, whatever. And it was in a scooter. She had to like crawl up the stairs and someone carried the scooter behind her. That is not okay. People with disabilities cannot, like not all people with disabilities can like crawl up the stairs. You know what I mean? There needs to be an accessible way to get up the stairs and get around in these houses. Um, You should also be pushing for people with disabilities to come and join your organization. There are a lot of people that I have talked to that are like, you know, I really wish I could have joined a Greek organization. Like it would help me a lot in my career, blah, 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 whatever. But they couldn't because they were, you know, oh, you know, I'm gay. Like I'm, I'm afraid, you know, they're going to treat me differently, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm overweight. I I feel like I'm going to get, you know, a bad house quote bad house. Um, no, we need to be inclusive. We need to stop making these sororities fit certain molds that have been around for years in the past. Like there are certain sororities that are known for girls being bigger. That should not be the case. Like what is wrong with people? You shouldn't be calling these people, you know, super fat, blah, blah, blah. They call them that to their face. I know P&M's, that wore Crocs instead of their heels inside of this house because they didn't take it seriously. That's not all right. We need to be more inclusive and diverse and let the personalities of individual girls in that sorority shine through. 
while we're on the topic of letting personalities shine through, we need to let girls, not just the same 10, 15, 30, 50 girls recruit all the P&Ms because then you're just going to get girls that are just like them. You need to get girls who are a little bit different, who like different things, who, you know, instead of the girls that like Casey Musgraves, whatever her name is, and Taylor Swift, get the girls that like ACDC and Aerosmith to talk to some girls. Maybe you'll find a, a diamond in the rough, okay? It's, it's not hard. We need to be able to do this and, you know, talk about this and allow them to experience recruitment by meeting a bunch of different girls. These girls are freshmen, sophomores. They're new to college. They don't know everything. They haven't met everyone. A lot of people are joining this to, you know, find friends and, you know, meet new people and be involved in a philanthropy. Don't forget why you're in a sorority. Are you in a sorority just to make friends? Are you in a sorority to broaden your horizons, to do some charity work? What are you in it for? Are you there to party? Because that's just not the whole entire aspect of Greek life. You could party outside of Greek life as well. But you need to realize there are people from all walks of life and you need to show people from all walks of life on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, during recruitment, after recruitment. Don't just put, you know, all the white people in door stack. Don't just put, you know, a few token black people, a few token Latina people, a few token, you know, Hispanic people here and there. Like, that, that's not the case. Sororities are actually really good tools for keeping your grades up, for doing some charity work, for meeting new people, broadening horizons. And after you graduate, you have that whole entire alumni connection, that alumni support that can help you get your foot in the door in your new career. But we need to be able to have diversity in that, all right? Diversity is key. With diversity comes more outlooks on life. With more outlooks on life comes more changes. I know people are not happy when it comes to change, but that's what needs to be done. Things need to change. And it starts with you. I can't sit here and change every single Greek organization. I can't do it. But you can try to help. You can start something on your own campus. You can start learning about problems that people of color face on a day-to-day -day basis. You can start learning and educating yourself and then advocating for change. Don't just make it an Instagram advocate. Don't just make yourself an Instagram advocate, okay? But actually try to change. Meet with your leaders. Meet with Panhellenic Council. Meet with IFC. Whoever is over the umbrella organization, over your Greek organization, meet with your national headquarters and ask them what they're doing, how you can help, and give them new ideas. That's the big thing. They know that things need to change. They know, okay, we have three sorority girls that were caught saying racist things on video, blah, blah, blah. But why did this happen? Because we don't have enough education. But also, if you're, if you're a person of color, just remember it's not your job to go ahead and educate these white girlies, all right? It's not your job to go ahead and educate these white boys on, you know, you shouldn't tell me that I look really good for a black girl. You shouldn't tell me, oh my gosh, finally some chocolate has arrived at the party. I'm hungry. Don't ever say that to me. I should not tell you that you should not say that to me. So those things 
and the fact that we are still seeing a lot of overt racism, like not even just behind closed doors, but out in the open, out in public, people singing on Snapchat, people posting on their private stories, on their finstas, all that stuff, we see it. It's very obvious that these lectures and these seminars about racism and hazing and all that stuff don't work. It's very obvious. Maybe, just maybe I'm thinking, maybe your peers would actually retain information and be more receptive if you got up and you spoke to them about how the shit they're doing makes you feel. Instead of some white lady down in the middle of the gymnasium say, don't be racist guys, don't wear Indian headdresses, don't say, you know, racist things, you know, whatever. They're not going to be receptive to that. Half the people don't even listen to that. Half the people don't, like, they're on their phones. They're playing games. They leave halfway through. Same thing about the hazing, all right? People can go to jail for hazing, bro. Like, people can die from that. And people kill themselves over racism, racism as well. And you don't want to be in that position where you get caught being a racist on video and the whole internet rips you apart because that's not fun. It's not fun at all. You can say that you change, but people won't believe you. So first step, stop being racist. Acknowledge the fact that some things that you do are microaggressions and are not comfortable for people of color. Um, second thing, be an ally. Educate yourself. Be aware of the privilege that you hold. Three, I don't even know what number it is. Was it, was it three? I don't know. You, got, you know what I'm saying. Speak up. If you see something, say something. Isn't that like a line from like the tube in London? I, I don't know. See something? Say, I, I definitely think it is. But anyway, you guys know what I'm saying. It needs to be done. You guys need to do this. I'm not playing around anymore, and neither should you. 2020, don't you want to have a good time in your sorority without it being plagued by, you know, a bad recruitment that year because someone was racist? Don't you want to enjoy your sorority by, and your fraternity by not being on probation because you had a racist party? Just don't do pimps and hoes, bro. Just don't. Don't do it. I'm asking you guys, honestly and truly, what can you do to make a difference? Like, what can you do? Think about it. Understand it. Come up with ideas. Take them to the people that are in charge. Get other people involved. It's not just you you need to think about. Some people cannot speak up without being told they're being sensitive or being aggressive. Like, me as a black woman, people automatically don't like me because I'm loud. I'm outspoken about things that are not right, things that bother me. I ask questions all the time. People hate when I ask questions because I'm like, okay, so what are we doing about this? What is being done about that? I ask the questions. You need to ask the questions. I'm tired of being seen as the woke, loud black person. I'm more, I'm more than that. Yes, I identify as those things, but also I'm more than that. And the people of color in your organization are more than that as well. Speak up for them. Don't 
allow them to be stereotyped, to be put in boxes, because that just erases all personality from someone. That erases all their personality. And then whenever someone goes, oh yeah, I know Ashley. She's that loud black girl in XYZ sorority. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's her. No, not at all. One last thing that actually really bothers the shit out of me, and it's so annoying. It's literally the worst microaggression that I have experienced consistently. Like it happens almost on a daily basis. So I work in um, the service industry and it's very like a, a semi-popular joint. You know, a lot of college kids goes, go there. The amount of times, even not even at work, the amount of times that I have been called another black girl's name because they do not bother to learn our individual names is astonishing. It's astonishing how many times that happens. All right? And it's really, really funny whenever one of these girls, she's known as, you know, the only black girl in this sorority. And people call her that to her face because they call me that to my face thinking I'm her. I'm like, that is so embarrassing know her name, learn her name, learn my name, learn everyone's names. Just like, you know, Becky, Susan, and Karen's names, you need to learn mine and all the other black girls' names. I'm not doing it anymore. Absolutely do not call me someone who looks nothing like me, okay? We look completely different. This girl is light-skinned. I am not, all right? That is not acceptable that you're calling me her name because, you know, you see that we're both black. We're, we're both black. All right. Yeah, I know. But that doesn't mean that you should call me her name. Learn my name. Learn everyone else's names. That is being part, that is part of inclusivity. All right. And I'm talking especially to the fraternity members. You guys are terrible with this. If you don't remember my name or if you think it might be wrong, ask me. And if you call me someone else's name and I correct you, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Take that as a learning experience. And I will tell you that that was a microaggression, that you just assumed that my name was her name because we're both black, because we both have straight hair, because what? No, no, not at all. Learn your names learn your places, understand that things are changing. Don't get mad. <sighs> anyway, um, this was kind of a short episode. So sorry. I'm so tired. I'm going to edit this now. Oh my God, I forgot to eat. But um, I'm going to spend some time with my brother. He's currently over my house. He listened to me record this halfway through. He uh, went into my room and shut the door. So, uh, you know, he didn't even want to do rush because he's like, they're going to haze me. He was like, I'm black. I was like, you can join whatever organization you want. It doesn't have to be IFC, whatever. But anyway, we are done for today. So might as well roll. I'm literally going to, ew, I'm so sorry. I'm literally going to vomit right now. I just have not eaten all day. I've just been like so busy and I totally forgot my one of my littles got initiated today and I was so happy like it was so sweet and like her aunt came and it was just so beautiful and she looked so stunning and Ashley if you're listening to this I love you bitch Mwah. you're the best um 
yeah, so thank you guys for uh, listening to Chatting Shit with Ashley. Oh, wait, I should let the theme song say that. All right, peace out. Goodbye. You're now listening to Chatting Shit with Ashley, a podcast by yours truly, Ashley. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha